0: Thought Bubble Audio. Hi and welcome to Academy Rewind, the Fortnightly podcast where we take a look at the Oscars from years past. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who thought every movie at the 2021 Oscars was extraordinary. It's Palmer. How are you today? Wow,
1: starting this episode off with a bold face lie.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I just thought that you know you should you should come clean early and know that (laughs) you loved everything, all of it, every everything,
1: every single one, absolutely,
0: even the ones I didn't see. Loved them. Excellent. Um, our and also, we have back with us Lisa from I Love That Movie Podcast. Back for your second Oscar wrap-up. How are you today?
2: Uh, doing well. Thank you so much for having me again. I am super excited to talk about the Oscars with y'all.
0: Oh, and we are happy to have you here. And so- We've decided on special
1: episodes now. We need a referee. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. It's, <laughs> it's essentially Lisa at this point. <laughs>
0: All right so i fi- i figured that we should address the format of the oscars first before we dive into all the categories and what we thought and blah 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 all that stuff just because it was different this year right so you had so it's covid mm-hmm. and so they're they're spaced out between a bunch of different theaters you know the people watching in the people watching in london you know wherever they are across the world and then the main um the main audience uh and um attendees in la uh and so it was stripped down you got like no video minimal video clips the original songs were played during the red or they were played during the red carpet event all this stuff what did we think about it let's start with our guest lisa
2: hey so i i liked it i liked the intimate setting they were in like a train station right union station yeah it's union station yeah okay I haven't personally been there even though I've been to New York but um, I I thought that that looked really good. I liked how small it was. I had no problem with all the changes uh, in the orders with which they presented the awards. People said it was boring but I was like, I don't know. I'm just happy that we have them at all this year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just like overly optimistic but I, I had a good time watching it last night I watched the whole thing and really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean,
1: the the look and feel was very different. I know they said at the be like, up front they were like we want it to feel more like a movie and some of the visuals did just that like the way the tracking shot inside mm-hmm. it looked like an independent movie I'm with Lisa I absolutely loved Union Station I thought the the intimate setting looked great and I wish they could find some way of adapting that going forward um, but I know since it's at the Dolby Theater you really can't uh, the, I will say I didn't like the, the change up in awards and you can I think you can put the awards in any order you really want but I think you need to keep best picture last like anything else I'm fine with changing around you want to give me director first best actor and actress you know right before best picture fine but I think best picture is kind of the culmination of the award season so that was my one that was my
0: one little and I like I like both of you thought that I liked the intimate format I really liked the fun facts let me tell you a little bit about each nominee part I enjoyed that because a lot of them like you know especially if, if you don't know if you're really not into the the business or or behind the scenes or anything like that you may not know who these people are and how important they are to the industry so I really liked hearing about everybody um and I I did think that I I did miss some of the visuals like if they were talking about costumes or makeup or whatever, like I kind of like wanted to see why they were nominated I thought that yeah. was kind of a, I thought that was kind of a misstep that doesn't actually I didn't understand really why they didn't show it because they had a screen they showed us some clips but they didn't do it for everybody <clears throat> um, but maybe it was the amount of cameras needed or something like that but I thought that was kind of the biggest mis- mis- misstep and Palmer like you I thought it was so weird to put best picture before actor and actress And I, like, I is that like what they think like why people watch the Oscars for the actors and actresses because like maybe uh, but like we actually really watch it because I want to know what the quote unquote best picture was.
1: I mean one as far as like the fun facts thing, um, just so you're aware, I've I've already sent a cease and desist letter to the Academy. (laughs) Um, But second, I mean, let's be honest. The reason why Actor was last was because they thought, and not necessarily the Academy, the people running the actual special on ABC, the director, the producers, and the writers of the Academy Awards themselves thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win mm-hmm. and that was why it was last now one thing that everyone kind of forgets is no one knows the outcome of the votes until they're announced no one at the academy mm-hmm. no one in the you know no one in production absolutely no one knows so to to hedge your bet on that being like your defining moment is very risky yeah and it clearly
0: did not pay off though <laughs> though I do th- it was super it weird it was though
2: like it, when it was like Anthony Hopkins you're like okay, somebody that wins a lot of awards and is well-renowned and that's not that unexpected for him to win an Oscar. Right. It was strange. Yeah. Um,
0: and the fact that he wasn't there and ex- and it was, an ex- yeah. it was accepted by Joaquin Phoenix who clearly also didn't want to be there. Um, yeah. And you're like, I'm Joaquin Phoenix. I'm not going to say any of the things that I was supposed to say because I don't believe them to <laughs> be true and I don't want to be here. And I, <laughs> to be here. <laughs> and, I, and I thought that coupled with, and you know, we accept this on behalf of him who's not here. Okay good night i was like that is the perfect culmination of waiting for of, the oscars this year i thought that was amazing yeah <laughs> i i will say
1: there's one of the things that i've seen online is people really upset with the production because of the best actor being last and chadwick boseman not winning and they were like well they were trying to exploit it for ratings and this or that they didn't tell anybody like we didn't know going into this that we would have to wait to last for for best actor that's a good point so the ratings were not a part of now, I joked with Tim while we were watching it, like, well, you know, the best picture field isn't the strongest this year. So it's like, do they really want people to stick around for, for a movie that made $2.5 million in the box office? But, you know, I, I get what they were hoping for. And it just didn't work out, and that's why you should not. That's why you should not build your entire telecast around like a, a good shot. I mean, the actor category was stacked
0: this year. Mm-hmm. It was. It was, and and we'll talk about that as we go. So actually, that's a great. Um, let's we will. I'm sure we'll talk more about the format as we, as we go. But let's um uh, because I have things to say about the music game. But we'll get there when we get there. Let's um <laughs> like like the Academy did this year. I'm gonna go in a very arbitrary order on these categories there's no humanitarian award first that's right i well deserved and let's move on yeah Yeah. both of both humanitarian awards well deserved i thought they were great that was good Uh,
1: you know one quick thing on those two special awards i've been wanting them to bring back the special awards for a while Mm -hmm. like i love the golden globes that you get the lifetime achievement award and i know the oscars have like 20 different special awards that they hand out whenever they decide they want to hand it out but i would like them to bring back a lifetime achievement award for the oscars
0: right you know well i mean anthony hopkins would have been a great example of a lifetime achievement because he's actually only won <laughs> right. one oscar for silence of the lambs like all yeah. of the things that he's ever done and you've got you know silence of the lambs that's his thing so this is a really a nice culmination of his career but if he hadn't won a lifetime achievement for anthony hopkins would have also been a good way to go though normally they give those out to the people that like we know that we've missed you in every movie you've ever been in <laughs> so here's an all-purpose <laughs> right. or yeah
1: or something where they're like you know we we kind of like the community kind of wronged you like charlie chaplin right like when they brought when they brought back charlie chaplin back from overseas after they kind of kicked him out of the country
0: right we know you've had 15 wives in the span of time that you've been gone and whatever else you've been doing (laughs) but you're back and let's talk about it so anyway so um let's talk best supporting actress i told you so arbitrary let's talk support we're going to start with the supporting actress um there was maria buckle for Borat subsequent movie film, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and hun Young for, uh, uh, for Minari. I wanted her to win, and she won. I was pumped. What did you guys think, uh, Lisa, ahead, Lisa? We'll always start. We'll always start with Lisa.
2: Um, I I was really excited about that win, and her speech was amazing. Like one thing I have to say about the Oscars this time around is that you know everyone seemed so real and so genuinely thankful to be there in a way that I feel like I haven't seen in a long time and maybe that is because the pool of people that they're giving awards to is a little more diverse so they're not like as I'm just going to say it they don't seem as entitled like mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's not just like the very top 1% angry at each other it's like people that you really believe it was their dream to be there since they were little anyway um, I didn't have her as my guest but only because I haven't seen Minari yet which is super embarrassing I really want to see it but every time I tried to. It's still at that like twenty dollar tier, or I gotta go in a movie theater. I'm finally vaccinated, and we'll be able to do that. But I didn't get to see it before this. But I am very happy about her win.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely agree about her speech. I think it was my favorite of the night. Um, you know, I thought that she was genuinely happy to win, and I just loved that it was like, oh, you know, my my boys told me to go to work, so I worked hard, and here we are. And I just <laughs> kind of liked. Yeah, it was it, like,
2: really cute. Yeah, it was
0: cute, and I loved that. I loved that message, and I thought she was she was great in it. Minari was one of my. One of my favorites of the pick this this season, so I do I do recommend Palmer. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the nominees and name wise, it's very recognizable. You have Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Amanda Seyfried, um, but I think strength wise. Like I haven't seen either of the Borats; they're not my kind of comedy. Um, Yoon was really good in Minari, and I thought she was a you know she was a standout. So I'm glad that she won, and I think she's the most deserving possibly out of this. Although I didn't see Hillbilly Elegy, Amanda Seyfried <laughs> was Amanda Seyfried was really good in Mank, um, and Olivia Colman was good in The Father, but I think she's there because of her name recognition. Because I think like. The father is basically just anthony hopkins with a camera in front of him like everybody else is secondary in that movie and coleman does fine but is i would say outshined by hopkins
0: sure i i don't and i don't completely disagree with that though i mean it is the supporting actress so like her job is to support sure. um you know the main character yeah. yeah and i
1: agree but i mean like i couldn't pick out any memorable stuff that she did because like anthony hopkins just took over that entire movie Sure. Okay. So, but I think I think the person most deserving one um, she was she was great in Minari. Um, yeah, it's definitely a supporting role. But I could also, like, I thought she was also
0: the best star of the film. Like, I disagree. I think the kid was, the, I think the little boy was the best. He, oh, was, yeah. he was so good. <laughs> he showed up on the red carpet. He was amazing. The little write-up of him, cute. he was like, just got a bike for his birthday. And he's excited to be here. And I was like, that's so <laughs> I, cute.
2: I think I saw him at one point during the ceremony, like, playing on his phone, too. Yep, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's <laughs> like. Like yeah, that would so be me. Oh. At the age. <laughs> like, yeah. No idea what's going on. Playing on my phone now. Yep. <laughs> like, so and cute. We're-. I think
0: one of the best like shots of anything I've ever seen at an Oscars is um, I think it was 2001, and it was Joaquin Phoenix with his tie undone, slumped in his chair, chewing gum, and he was just kind of watching like like and yeah, it's we're, we're just gonna keep we're just going to keep we are going we are just like it's, it hasn't ended yet. <laughs> and I said this guy is a mood before that was a thing and I really appreciate yeah. that. For real. Alright, let's do costume design. There was Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mulan, Mank, and Pinocchio, um, and Ma Rainey won. This, I, I liked Ma Rainey quite a bit. I I felt like it went to Ma Rainey because it worked within the aesthetic of the film and everything like that, but I, I didn't feel that it was so intricate that we normally see with winners of costume design, so I really thought they were going to go for Emma, which had gorgeous costumes, but maybe they're just a little bit too eh, we've seen it before and that's where and that's was the decision but anyway i thought it was going to go emma it went ma Rainey, a worthy choice though not mine lisa what do you think
2: same Uh, i have the exact same thought i put down emma um that was who i expected to win but i pretty much always expect period pieces to win Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they have the most interesting costumes now you know ma Rainey's black bottom is a period piece as well but the outfits just aren't quite as intricate but i guess even though i like to make costumes i'm definitely not a costume designer and i don't have a you know professional eye for that so there's probably things that they look for that i didn't see and i i also think in this category and another one we're about to talk about it was like the first time that uh i think a black woman has ever won in these categories mm-hmm. um so i think that that might have played a factor too and and something that i support you know they may not get the same kind of uh movies that everyone else gets they got a really good one and it did look really good um um, but again, I'm talking about this from somebody that's not a professional costume designer, so None I, you know, of us it seemed are professionals. much deserved. It's okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're just it seemed talking. much
2: deserved to yeah. me, but I would have given it to Emma just based on it being colorful. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, ooh, colors. It's, ooh, it's got ooh. the most colors. Yeah. It wins.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots of yards of fabric in those costumes. Yeah, many, many
0: yards. Palmer, what do you think?
2: Uh, you know
1: what? I'm fine with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom winning costume. I thought the outfits looked really nice. They definitely fit the period, and they fit the overall tone and look of the film. Um, my runner-up would have been Mank. I thought Mank, you know, for a lot of problems I have with Mank, Mank's, like, production design stuff was on point. Oh, yeah. uh, the costumes and all that. So that would have been really good. Yeah, I mean, Emma it was a personal favorite. But, like, Lisa, you know, it's a period piece. So I just naturally gravitate towards it more because you don't see that stuff in the real world anymore. Like, you could still see some of the stuff from Mank and, say, Ma Rainey in, in the real world old yeah. oh, you know, and then- as we
0: just established though Mank was in black and white no color no win that's the rule yeah you know? so that's uh, that was it um, let's move on to original score the uh, five bloods Mank Minari in news of the news of the world and soul uh, were nominated soul one I thought deservedly so there was a, um, I th- actually personally I think I like the Mank score better like just if I was like to if I go go back and listen to it Mank has a great score but soul does a really interesting thing that it moves moves between different styles of music and it's not adhe- it doesn't adhere just to jazz it also adheres to synth and techno and like all these like different and all these different styles to do a blend with the real world and the spirit world and the in between and it mixes them all together really and it mixes them all together really well um and so and because it's so laced into the story itself it kind of felt like yeah you're going to win there's no question Lisa
2: quick story time yeah. i uh... Um, uh, I agree with everything that you said and I'm always excited honestly when Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross win Mm -hmm. because I remember a time before, you guys may not believe this, but before Trent Reznor did scores when he was just a rock star, I said that I think he would be good at that and somebody made fun of me (laughs) one of my friends was like that's such a dumb thing to say, why would the Nine Inch Nails guy be good at that? And I was like well you know Clint Mansell that has done like a lot of scores, he used to be in a band and you know like that's not like the first Time that's ever happened. No, Danny Elfman is music... a great
0: example. That boogie, yeah, boogie. yeah. Uh-huh. Boogie, 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 and
2: boogie. and I said, you know, his music is very instrumental. Like it, it, he does sing, but a lot of it is about the music, and he creates a lot of the music himself, and for all of it. And so I think he'd be good at that. And then he did Facebook, and like he's done other stuff since then. Um, seeing him win an Oscar when I've been in his corner for that reason is really cool. And then also, I think uh, what's his name was it John Baptiste? Yeah. Also, yeah. And so I thought that that was well deserved. I, I loved that movie a lot. Uh, obviously, music is a huge part of that film, both jazz and, like you said, other genres as well. And uh, I don't know. I just thought they were great artists that deserved that win. Paul. Um, I. Uh,
1: you are correct. I don't remember you um, saying that years ago.
2: Okay, good. Because <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I'm like that's that's become one of those things that every time I get to rub it in, I bring it yeah. up. <laughs> no, that's good. That's
0: a that is a good that's a good rub. That's good. Yeah.
2: I. One of my small wins. I do <laughs> find it
1: hilarious that. Uh, the guy from Nine Inch Nails is winning Oscars for for like Pixar movies and Disney movies. You know, I remember. I think it was one of the first ones he did uh, was Treasure Planet. Mm.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that, but I've only seen that like one time. Yeah, but that's cool.
1: And another. I really liked his stuff on that. Soul. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm fine with this. I thought the John Batiste stuff was really good. The jazz stuff I thought was was done really well. I personally would have given it to News of the World. I thought News of the World score was just you know it took a movie that could be a little dull and kind of kept it, like, kept you feel like the pace was going. Mm. Was, so was the that, movie never really slowed, and I thought that had to do, like,
0: there was a good amount to do with the music. Was that Thomas Newton Howard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah James, James Newton Howard. James Newton Howard, yeah. He's, yeah. oh, Thomas Newman. Tom Hanks. James Newton Howard. This is yeah. sometimes confusing. Um, right, yeah. Um, yeah, Krypton, boom, got it. Got um, it. Adapted screenplay, Borat subsequent film, The Father, Nomad Land, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. Um, the Father won, I thought, also deservedly so. I I like yes it's I wanna say just a vehicle for Anthony Hopkins, but it's actually it's like it's a vehicle for Anthony Hopkins because of the writing. Um and it's like it's so finely tuned that it's like it's a mystery and you didn't even know it, right? And that's um that's one of the it's I think one of the strongest aspects of the film. So I just thought it was I just thought it was terrific that it won. I was very happy with that win. Lisa.
2: I have not seen the father, so I wasn't sure which one to go with here. I, I don't think I was clear. On which one was like adapted before they like announced the nominees? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, from every everything everyone's saying, that movie sounds like it's really good, and sounds like it was deserved. So, yeah,
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: all. I don't have that many thoughts on this particular character okay. this year.
1: It, yeah. it was funny because I watched The Father. I think I watched it Sunday when I was at work. Um, wow, you're and, such a good employee. You're, oh, yeah, your business when you own the shop. You can do these sort of things. Yeah, right. <laughs> and. and and um, as I was watching it, I'm like, "Wow, this like this feels like it would be a really good play." And it turns out it actually was a play. And um, mm. now, uh, that being said, I knew One Night in Miami was a play beforehand, and I think I would have given it to One Night in Miami.
0: Yeah, I actually um, never got to see it, so I I, could, I didn't. Have it. yeah <laughs> One <laughs>
1: Night in Miami is really good. It's got a very strong uh, cast. It's got um, it's a really good uh, ensemble performance. The father, I think the I think the right. Writing is good, but I think in lesser hands, it's just a fine. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it. I think it pairs dramatically with how good the acting becomes in the movie for the father
0: okay all right let's move on to original screenplay you know it's not all random these are paired um Ju- <laughs> judas and the black messiah minari promising young woman sound of metal and the trial of chicago seven they gave it to promising young woman freaking deservedly so that movie was amazing everyone should see it um and talk about it and love it and i just think that it's even more amazing considering that like you know she wrote it yeah, emerald Fennell, like wrote it shot it edited it, like and it was like all in like quick yeah. succession it just makes for such a great story and like the perseverance of like or what hard work gets you and like it's just great it was really good and uh, I, I thought it deservedly des- uh, won however every single one of those movies was excellent and it was it like every single one and I would honestly give it to any of them Lisa
2: yeah so you guys know that I'm a fan of Promising Young Woman I was excited when I saw the trailers but was completely blown away by the actual movie because it goes in so many different directions that I I wasn't expecting subverting the genre, you know, commentary, social commentary in areas I didn't think it was going to go in, kept me guessing, you know, very great great movie. Um, Was this probably going to surprise you? I would have picked Judas and the Black Messiah, though. No. Um, As much as I love Promising Young Woman, it's incredible that Emerald uh, Fennell, you know, that it's her first directing, writing, editing, everything. That's awesome. But Judas and the Black Messiah, I thought about for, like, days after I Mm -hmm. saw it. Um, I thought it was incredible. And so, I don't know. Maybe that's part of why I feel that way, but yeah, I, I I think it was a tough category regardless, and I think these films are great, but that's probably what I would have gone with.
1: Yep. Um, quick fun fact: Promising Young Woman, uh, the win is the first win for a woman writing original screenplay since Juno with Diablo Cody. Is that 2007? Something uh, like that. It's like 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. A while ago. Yeah. Um, I have no problems with this win. Although my personal favorite would have been Trial of the Chicago Seven. I just love Aaron Sorkin's writing. It's a good movie. Um, yeah. But I'm kind of in the same camp. Most of these were really well-written movies. I just saw Judas and the Black Messiah today and I thought it was good. I will say, I think Black Klansman is better. And while they're well you could say wow, they're they're definitely you can say different. They're different movies. They are.
2: I feel like Juice of the Black beside Me was like the departed. <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it had like this extra level to it that yeah. I don't know, I just found really cool. I loved Black Clans and but I actually like this one maybe a little bit more.
1: Hmm. Um but yeah, I have no like I promising Young Woman is just so, so great. Uh you know, it took months from the trailers to being able to physically watch it and it was excruciating yeah. the entire time. Um, <laughs> but I'm so happy she won. She at least came out of the awards with, with one win. Uh, so I'm I'm
0: fine here. Okay. Alright, let's move on to animated short film. Burrow, Genius Loki, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes People, did any of you see any of the animated short films? That's a no from Lisa. And Palmer, what about you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Opera should have won. Yeah, you're lying. You didn't see any of them. Um, the, <laughs> the only one that I knew about was If Anything Happens, I Love You, and and that's only because my sister saw it and told me to watch it um oh cool. and so um and so it uh um uh the content like it was like real ended up being like really personal for my family so we were li- so she was like yeah. you have to see this so um so that was like I'll guess that one because it's the only one that I've heard of but um but it ended up winning <laughs> so good for it um yeah. but then live action short film feeling through the letter room the present two distant strangers and white eye two distant strangers one did any of you see the live action short films, no, no, no. that's okay. I, but I did love that speech. Yeah, I did I too. Yeah, was it great. was it was excellent. Um, I usually try to see them. I usually try to see them. There's a theater near me. Um, that uh, actually just closed, but they they used to because of COVID. But they used to do like a day or a weekend of all the live action shorts and um and the um, animated shorts. And so I used to go every year because I could actually like see them in the theater and it was so fun. But not this year. But that's all right.
2: Yeah, I, I have one thought on that. really really fast. I, you know, last year um, I could use like, you know, like I have a Patreon. It helps pay for the show and it also helps pay for me to rent movies and see movies. And I had that AMC stub list. Yeah. I never, never figured out what that was called. A-list. You know, I had the A-list. Thank you. And um, so I I was seeing a lot of films and and it really helped me see all these movies. Well, with theaters, you know, with me not going to the theater and with those reward things going away um, and them streaming movies immediately but making each one of them $20 uh, it actually made it a lot harder this year for me to make decisions mm-hmm. you know I think once everything opens back up again I would have no problem paying to see shorts and watching them at home digitally or going to a theater but when I'm having to like make a decision at every single thing that I do you know I don't have the budget to like rent everything for $20 <laughs> <Yep>. yeah <laughs> so unfortunately I had to make some tough choices this year I just wanted to throw No, it you're out I there. think
0: you're absolutely right and I like I had to like make the decision I was like oh okay, Okay, I have to see these three movies, and they're twenty bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. right, I Guess there's that's my fun money for the month. Here we go, and that's like, and that one, and that was that. Like, I had to make that choice. Yeah. So, um, and, uh,
2: yeah, and you could have probably seen all three in a month for twenty dollars. Yeah, because yeah. Palmer and I also yeah. do a list. So, yeah, yes. and I love, yeah. I love,
1: you know, while we're talking about this, I love people on the internet who are like, you know, we're so happy that stuff is streaming first instead of going to the theaters. Like, you're paying more to stream it at home, and you don't get to keep it. And the one thing you guys never realize one thing no one ever realizes if it catches on and that becomes the norm it's not going to stay twenty dollars like it's going to go up to thirty or forty because now you're taking money from maybe it'll
2: be like a another a-list digital or something i mean
1: that would be that would be great but you have to you have to assume like movies that make hundreds of millions of dollars in the box office make it because if a family of four go see a movie that's forty dollars if the family of four can Mm -hmm. just watch it at home for twenty dollars and then invite another family true you well, know. not now but yeah. you know usually. not now right well i mean we're getting there well but, now yeah
2: i mean if they're vaccinated yeah be, um, be inviting but, people over. but
1: that being said i know netflix because a lot of like the short people did thank netflix so i guess netflix did a lot with trying to get some of this stuff out to people mm-hmm. i just never really mm-hmm. i just the shorts are usually the last thing on my radar and i don't I think i've actually turned on my netflix in a little like in a couple months um so i didn't i didn't get a chance to see it so i think there's a bunch of them that are available on netflix to check out
0: yeah no that makes actually that really makes liked riz ahmed's point he's like before i like read the thing on the prompter how many of you started in short films you know like almost like you know mm-hmm. yeah, most the of two the people room raised did it. yeah the, most of the room raised their hand and he's like that's because that's where we all start that's where the talent comes from you know you you do this short film and then you, you know you that gets seen by somebody and that gets seen and on and on and on like that and he says you know like you'll see future stars in these films and he's right and I think about a I think it think was not last year but the year before there was that short film about the teacher of the deaf child you remember and like the mom like didn't believe that the child was deaf and they were like just teach her the real way do you remember this one at all do you guys see this you know what I'm talking no. about okay well it was really good and I recommend it. it's like 20 minutes but um, uh but that woman went like I was watching um, uh, All Creatures Great and Small on PBS and she's one of the stars of that and I was like, hey, there you go. The perfect is like a prime example of, you know, like you were in a short and now I'm watching you on a masterpiece theater and that's great. Good for you. Um, <laughs> so anyway, let's move on. Supporting actor. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7. Diana Kaluuya for the Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Paul Ricky for The Sound of Metal and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. It was Diana Kaluuya that won for Judas and the Black Messiah was my choice. He won. I was happy. I thought he was just mesmerizing. Um, and I thought everyone was good. Sacha Baron Cohen won my Best Supporting Actor Windy when we did the 2020 wrap up, and yeah. so I was all ready for that. But um, I just thought everyone was good. But he just he he got a cultural moment, not just a person, but a, but a moment. And I and I I think that I think that the his performance lives outside of the movie just as much as it does in the movie and i think that's that's really why i took to it the most uh lisa can
2: can you read off the names again really quick they were can
0: sasha baron cohen for trial of chicago 7 daniel kalua for judas and the black messiah lakeith Sandfield for judas and the black messiah leslie odom jr for one night in miami and paul ricky for the sound of metal so
2: yeah on my list i had lakeith it it was just such a tough decision in that movie Um, you could almost make an argument that lakeith is actually the main character but he's he's Mm -hmm. nominated supporting um, I, I like enjoy him and everything that he's in, but I felt like his performance in this movie was like perfectly tailored to him. And uh, he had us, you know, rooting for him and against him and worried for him. And just I don't know. I thought the performance was really, really good. So even though I, I I'm happy with the win, I, I would have picked the Keith.
0: OK, yeah, I, I, I back it on that. That's fine. Yep. Uh, Palmer, uh, I am happy with the win. I think it's in the wrong category. You think I
1: think have think I. I think actor. Daniel Kaluwa was was head and shoulders the star of that film. Mm. Yeah, see that's interesting because I actually I, I agree see, with I Lisa that, that I
0: actually think it's Lakeith's film and I
1: think he's supposed to be the main character, but you spend you spend so much time with Daniel K- Kaluwa's character um that I like like it's kind of like the opposite problem that that the supporting category sometimes has like you know like oh you you nominated Anne Hathaway. She was in a 2 minute in the movie Mm -hmm. like like Kalua is almost in like more than half of the scenes
0: yeah but but the narrative isn't through his eyes it's through Lakeith's eyes which means that like he's like drawing the line like he's the the main vehicle looking at this as like an observer but
1: right I get that but we're paying more attention to to the chairman of the of the Black Panther Party than we are of his character so again like it's just my thought Thought if it was me, I would have put him in the acting category, and then I would have given the the supporting actor to to Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, although I will say. Uh, Paul Rachy in Sound of Metal was really good, um, especially because I don't really, like, I don't recognize him from from a lot of stuff or anything else. I'm
0: pretty sure this was his first movie. He's yeah. one of those. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that he was actually, I'm pretty sure that he was a teacher or something, but he, like an activist. And he was the, a teacher in this movie. But I'm pretty sure that, like, I'm pretty sure this is his first movie. You yeah. Know? And then the only one that's
1: nominated in this category that I felt shouldn't have been is Leslie Odom Jr and i'm not saying he's a bad actor i'm saying in that movie um, they should have nominated the guy who played malcolm x i thought i the didn't guy see it so yeah I can't comment yeah yeah
2: i didn't either um, <laughs> i will yeah. see it yeah but i haven't but seen I, it like
1: yet. when you see it i can't wait to hear what you guys say think about it because again i thought it was a really good movie but i think the guy who plays malcolm x like just nails the character so much and I don't want to say Leslie Odom Jr. is only there because they were like, let's let's nominate the Hamilton guy who's playing a singer in this. You know, he does a good job, but I don't think he was the best one out of that cast. So... Hmm. Well, that's well. the only one I would replace. I'm happy he got nominated,
0: but well, they had their reasons. But whatever they are, it's not about a documentary feature. Collective, uh, <laughs> Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Uh, my Octopus Teacher won. Again, it's the only one that I had heard of because my brother-in-law loved it and told me to watch it. Um, and so I said, well, that's going to be my pick. And it won. And I was happy. So, And um, that one is on Netflix. And that one is on Netflix. Yep, that yeah. one is. And yeah. it pops up in my, like, you should watch this all the time like, yes like, i know aggressively yeah. so. and you're like i know i probably would love it but i'm not in the mood for a documentary right now listen netflix i've never once watched a
1: documentary or anything about an octopus on on this thing why are you telling me this
0: yeah. <laughs> i know i'm like i know i'm sure it's great but i want to watch the nanny on hbo max instead don't bother <laughs> me all i use netflix for is horror movies why are you
1: telling me to watch my octopus teacher
0: because you find the ocean scary palmer everyone knows that i do you Yes.
2: yes. I, I agree with you, Paul. 100. Yeah. <laughs> don't we
0: all live near the ocean, too? Or, Lisa, are you more upstate? I, you're, way, I don't. you're way upstate.
2: I'm about a good 9 to 10 hours away I'm from you I'm going
0: to say ocean. you are not I close just, to the ocean. You know, <laughs>
1: in my, like, there's two halves of my brain when it comes to Texas. Like, the half of my brain that knows, like, how huge Texas is. And then the other half of my brain where, like, anything that I find that happens in Texas, I will message Lisa and be like, is this yes. close to you? Like, no, that's oh, like, you know
2: what I realize Galveston is only five hours away, but does that count? as it? That's the goal.
1: That's
2: no, you gotta, it's gotta
1: be an ocean. Like, yeah. 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 You're fine. It's,
2: it's, it's not the same.
1: Nope. No. All right.
2: But yeah, you're right. Everything is simultaneously next to me. And then also eight hours away. <laughs> that's just how Texas is. I, I,
1: I heard a tornado touchdown in Texas. Was it across the street
2: from you?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm like, mm, six hours away, yeah. but thank you for your concern. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Always check it in. Palmer's very loyal. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. I, I assume none of you, did any of you see these uh, no. documentaries?
2: No. no. And I watch a lot of documentaries, but I was watching like, Why Did You Kill Me? the other day instead of Octopus Teacher. So. How
1: come those Dare never you. get nominated?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man, it should have been. It was good, <laughs> but credible story. But yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move on to documentary short subject. Uh, Colette, The Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. Colette won. It sounded awesome. Never heard of it. They all sound good. I'd like to see all of them, but I'm definitely going to watch Colette. Um, but that's all I have to say on it. Any of you guys have anything to say? Same. Next category. <laughs> Next category. Next category. International feature film. Another round from Denmark, better days, Hong Kong, collective Romania, the man who sold his skin, Tunisia and Colvatus, uh, Iada, I- Iada, um, Bosnia and Herzegovina um, Herxivina, Um, and another round one from Denmark. It was my guess because it was the only one that I knew because Mads Mikkelsen, uh, uh, and that was that's where I ended. didn't see any of them, but I do want to watch it, Lisa.
2: Uh, same in this category as well. Man, I did not do my homework this year. But like I said, in my defense,
0: the international films <laughs> I... are tough to. They are like it. it, it that's true. They Although I usually to... really like
2: that category.
0: Me too, but they but... they aren't. They're just tough to get at sometimes. And so it was I... hard enough to get the yeah. best picture noms this year. Never mind, you know, without yeah. paying hundreds of dollars. So
2: now, yeah, I will say another round was only like three. $3.99, so I'm definitely seeing it. I just, uh, I think probably because I happened to be out of town last weekend, it just, yeah, I didn't end up seeing it. But I do want to see it. It looks really good. I've watched the trailer and heard only good things. That's good.
1: Was that the one that had like a musical number during it? Like during yes. the clips? Yeah, yeah, I sure. yeah, I do want to see that. I do want to see that. I also want to see The Man Who Sold His Skin just based off the title. Oh, I yeah. want to know how oh, much he got for his skin. Twenty dollars. Oh, that seems like an absurdly low number. He should try yeah. he should try negotiating.
0: Nope. Um he can't negotiate. He doesn't have a skin. Um <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Sound. Um <laughs> it was a uh, Greyhound, Mank News of the World, Soul and the Sound of Metal. The Sound of Metal One, which I also thought was deservedly so because it plays so well with its mixture. And it's not just, you know, what new fun sounds are you creating, but also when when do you hear it? When do you not hear it? When is it blurred? When is it not? And then when is there absence? When is it rant? And I just thought it, it's one of the more like it's one of the more interesting sound films I've seen in a long time. That wasn't just you know science fiction or something like that. Wow, you, you or you made that train track. Good, good on you. You know, like in this, I just thought that for a movie that was really just a regular movie in, in a way that like it's just about regular people. I thought that it it, it, it elevated the material really well. So good for Sound of Metal, Lisa would. You think
2: so i haven't seen it in the theme of the episode is i haven't seen it but i really really wanted to and when i heard the list the categories uh or I, when i heard the nominees i thought it i'm sure this one will win because just based on the subject matter i would think that that would have to be such an important part of the film so i was happy about that win and i really look forward to seeing the movie
0: do recommend on amazon prime i think it was my was it my top film of 2020 i can't remember it was, it def- was definitely oh, wow. up there it was definitely one of the yeah it was definitely were there when he said it Lisa oh yeah but you know
2: (laughs) well you're the one with the good memory not me
0: (laughs) yeah Palmer (laughs) yeah how dare You're you not to remember a thing things. that I said months ago? Like, what? you know yeah. I try and forget everything you say. I know. Will you tell me what you think <laughs> of the sound category now, please? Uh,
1: I will. The only one that I didn't watch was Greyhound. And looking at the thing for Greyhound, because it's an Apple. It's, it's an Tom Apple. It's Tom Hanks' Apple movie.
2: It... If it's an Apple movie, I definitely haven't seen it. Not to throw shade. Wow.
1: No, you <laughs> totally threw shade. Not,
0: not to throw shade, but I'm going to throw shade. I've only watched um... one Apple thing, and it's... Ted Lasso and it is a hundred percent worth your time.
2: I do want to see that yeah, though. So yeah.
0: so that's
1: the only one I didn't see. Um you know what? Yeah, Sound of Metal's the right winner. It's like I could I could make fun of it, but I won't. And it the sound is just really good in the movie. Yeah.
0: You should really live by that more often. I could make fun oh, of Oh, absolutely this, but not. No,
1: no. <laughs> I at least have I at least have good uh good filtering. You, you have good uh,
0: filtering when we record, surely. Well yeah, like yeah. when I text you, that's not the filtering I need at the time no, no. but uh, you know but I I, will say, I'm uploading all of those they're the cover art <laughs> for this episode I will say <laughs>
1: news of the world uh, the sound was also done really well uh, you know it's a it's a good movie that I don't think people watched in obviously you know for obvious reasons it was a video you know it was a new release on demand and I think it only became a normal movie like in the last month or so mm-hmm. so now you can actually rent it for cheaper Mank uh, yeah, K, like I I can't think of anything in the Mink movie that was like, Oh, we should nominate this for Best Sound Sound of Metal is mm-hmm. the obvious winner. Like just mm-hmm. Even if you don't like the movie, just watching the movie, you like you can understand why.
0: That's right. That's right. All right. Let's move on to production design. The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenant. Mank 1, Twas also my choice. Um, it's got that period piece luster. As I mean, all of them. No, The Tenant and The Father and The Father are not um, period pieces. But Mank's got the period piece luster. But it's the uh, like exquisite and like eloquent and like majestic um um production design of a period piece it's like giant rooms and big hearth fireplaces and all that stuff but it's also it's also the period piece of hollywood and which means that the academy is like almost pretty naturally going to gravitate towards it and they're like (laughs) look it's us but many decades ago let's vote for it um and that's that's all it's like it happens all the time whenever there's a movie about hollywood or the making of a movie they're like well we better nominate that movie because well i mean like how self-serving can we be if we we don't and so um but anyway but i thought it was i thought it was deserved it it's a, i thought it deserves a sign because there's a lot of sets in that movie and every one of them is dressed exquisitely so hats off to meg lisa
2: yeah um you know i'm a fan of fincher he's very meticulous with his shooting style and also with the production design um and it was great in this film obviously taking its aesthetic cues from citizen kane which is also a visually striking mm-hmm. film for obvious reasons so yeah all that um everything you said 100% I will admit that I feel like I need to see Mank again because I had a hard time getting through it which is crazy for me to say a movie about you know essentially Citizen Kane and a movie starring one of my favorite actors one of my favorite directors I had a hard time with this movie and I don't know if I'm just in not in the right frame of mind or if it was really that boring but <laughs> visually it was incredible <laughs> so you know, if if I give it any awards it would definitely be production yeah
1: design. you know you're not in the you're not alone in that camp. That seems to be like the...
2: It's the hot take that everyone
1: has. It's the hot take everyone has and... It's one of the few hot takes that I'm like I, I definitely agree with. Like for the for what the movie is about, I don't think it just came like it never coalesced as good as it as good as it could have been. Um and I had said this in our and I said this in our uh, wrap up year episode that, you know, I love RKO 2, eighty one or two forty one, I can never remember the three digits. That's a kind of about the same thing. Like it's about Mank and mm-hmm. Orson Welles writing Citizen Kane and I think it's just done infinitely better. So like like, to me, it was hard to measure up to that. But the look of this movie is flawless. Like, it's on point. It looks exactly like Golden Age of Hollywood, which I love. I am fine with it winning technical awards. I would just not think that this movie should ever win, like, a Best Picture or, you know, Gary well, Oldman was it. fine. Yeah. yeah you, you know. <laughs> uh, Gary Oldman was fine. But, like, the visual, visually, it's yeah. really good.
0: Yeah. I um. So, I actually saw this. So, Mank has actually won more awards, Academy Awards. And Citizen Kane, which I thought was hilarious. Yes, like, um, which right. is great. But um, but I think to all of your points, like I, I liked Bank, but it was also like I want to watch this in the background. This is a background movie.
2: <laughs> it was like The Irishman. It's like how much longer is this yep, going to go this on? Absolutely. That. I mean, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I think I like The Irishman, or I had more fun watching that. Maybe because it was about mobsters. I had but...
1: more fun watching Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. All right, there
0: was. <laughs> I love Girl with a Dragon Tattoo though like yeah yeah i like that yeah. movie i love it but that. i know what you mean yeah, doing. yeah. Um, yeah, would never to say I had fun watching Girl. Girl. Exactly, I but I had the- more fun watching it. <laughs> it's than awkward Manc. thing to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I had fun watching Mank, but it, it's it's definitely a like okay. Yeah, I think you said what you needed to say, movie. Um, but that's okay. It's you know it didn't win Best Picture, and, and, but it won the things it was supposed to win. Um, mm-hmm. film editing: The Father, No Land, Promising a Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago Seven. I thought they were going to go for The Father because it the the way that they said who everyone is and at what. point and and like it flips between so i don't know if you you didn't i don't think Lisa. you said you didn't see it right so uh
2: no i got a sense of what you're probably about to say that like because the character is confused as to who he is and what time he's in you know people look different in certain parts of the movie and things like i, I got that sense honestly just from watching the oscars that's good all right <laughs> well they sold it we well
0: then that's good yeah because yeah. it's a he's got a, he has an alzheimer's which really isn't a mm-hmm. mystery to itself in the film but like you don't know where he's declining, how long each section is and everything like so it plays well with almost a almost a time skip where we're you know we're skip but um uh, it leaves you unsettled yourself. And I thought it was i thought that was really well done. But so they went for sound of metal and I maybe either of you can tell me why I was a little I was a little lost on this one. Lisa.
2: I would have given it to promising young woman. Um I thought that was just such a cool stylistic filminess and people have seen Said things like sort of Tarantino-esque at points, and just done really well. I haven't seen The Father, so from what you're saying and from what I'm hearing, it it sounds like that would have been the better choice. Again, haven't seen Sound of Metal. I think Sound is what it should have won, um, and Metal. So yeah, I can see in Metal. Yeah, if there was a Metal category, I should have mm-hmm. won that too. But um, yeah, I think I I you know without having that context, I don't I don't know if I can comment on that. But what do you think, Palmer? The
1: reason why it won is because the Academy me is used to there being two sound categories <laughs> and they don't have sound editing anymore so they were like well it's an editing it's an editing award so give it to sound of metal
0: i was wondering where you were going with that mm. exactly i was like yeah.
2: there was a sound <laughs> editing category
0: up until this year oh, tim
2: and sound sound mixing right? yeah, there was, it was sound
0: can, mixing and editing yeah sound, editing is okay. making the sounds mixing is putting them in the movie Those, right yeah. yeah
2: putting them in the movie was sound of metal winning and well won both right yeah yeah okay i see what you're yeah. saying so,
0: you know, but Palmer, as we know from Academy Rewind, that they didn't always have two categories for sound. Sometimes they had one, so they actually went back to the way they used to do it.
1: Well, sometimes they had two categories for best picture. Yeah. But we're not talking that about that. Horrible we're talking about how Trial of Chicago possible. 7 should have
0: won best editing. The editing in Chicago 7 was very good. I think, yeah. uh, tr- truthfully, I, they were. they all had their merits. But I, I get I, what you're saying. Just, yeah, I get what you're saying with the father, but I never
1: felt that, mm-hmm. and maybe that's because, like, when I pulled up the when I pulled up the movie to watch it, you know, they had like the little blurb that said, like, he has Alzheimer's so that was not like a mystery but um so maybe that could have taken away from it but I will say like Promising Young Woman or Trial of Chicago 7 would have easily you know either one would have been really good I would have given it to Trial of Chicago Sun 7 uh the Trial of Chicago 7 Promising Young Woman the editing just for me didn't stand out as much as everything else in the movie Mm -hmm. um I just with with Trial like you need editing to keep Sorkin going
0: yeah I agree um and Sorkin needs needs the tempo and i <laughs> i i don't think chicago seven was its, ha, its strongest tempo that was kind of the thing i did i did feel that it, it lagged in places and that's precisely what a sorkin film shouldn't do is yeah. lag let so um but but need we say no more cinematography judas and the black messiah mank news of the world nomadland Tri- trials chicago seven mank was my choice mank won because it's you know it's the homage to citizen kane and it's pretty it's like it's done freaking so well um, but I think that they're all good not in this category I honestly think that um, Promising Young Woman should have been nominated for Best Cinematography I feel like there was they like played so much with like the dichotomy between like her like the club scenes and like the 50s-ish innocence of the other relationship and like the color schemes that they went back and forth with that I thought the I thought both production design and cinematography like were standout in that film and Mm -hmm. they didn't get either. And I was, I'm like, I'm shocked, shocked, I tell you. But I thought Mank, Mank for its meticulousness to Citizen Kane, I thought really deserved what it got. Uh, Lisa?
2: I actually would have given it to Judas and the Black Messiah. I thought there were, I don't know. I I thought that like, again, maybe I'm just in love with this movie, but there were a lot of really striking visual moments for me throughout the film. I kept thinking, not only is this such a compelling story, not only does it kind of remind me of like The Departed and you know other great movies, Movies, but it visually is just so cool. Like it looks so good, mm-hmm. like with so, so many pretty scenes. And so that's, that would have been my vote.
1: It's weird to say that Mank should have won the award as, as well, deserve the award that it won for mimicking essentially another movie. <laughs> sure. But, but it, it just did, da- it
0: didn't remake the movie though. So I think, you know, there's a difference. Yeah. No, but in, I'm yeah. ju- what I'm
1: saying is like, it's weird to say that, but at the same time, I absolutely agree with it. It just nails it. Like mm-hmm. just just 100 yeah, percent and i'm fine with this um the rest the rest of the movies yeah i could i see i see lisa's argument for judas and the black messiah and i think that might be the only other one i see the argument for uh trial of chicago seven vision, you know it's, yeah. a yes. it's a courtroom yeah it's a courtroom it's good yeah but um news of the world i think was really pretty um given the giving the area of the country and the time period so i'm i'm happy with it getting nominated you know but it's it's desert. It's desert from like Texas to Missouri, and don't they, say you know, terrible you can,
0: things about Lisa's state like that. There are trees there. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, we have a lot of different topography here. Fun fact. Not well, not like, at this it period takes of twelve time. hours to, to
0: get to the grocery store. Yeah, if you drive yeah.
2: to Austin, you know you've got the hot springs or not hot springs, but springs and uh, you know hills. In the we summer, have hills. you have hills. Believe right? it or not, do they are they
1: alive with the sound not of mountains, music? mountains, hills.
2: Yeah. Um, no, they're not. But <laughs> there's there's other places places but yeah generally it's very flat yeah
1: i it's actually flat. don't think it was texas but it was that midwestern area like they they like they voyage from like the bottom of america to the top of the at the time it's just but it's oh, a lot of gotcha. desert and a lot of like prairie at the time so it mm-hmm. looks really nice but there's only so much of it you can take
0: my favorite part <laughs> of that was lisa's selling point was there were
1: hills in texas was like... hills
2: actual hills and wow. if they actually
1: sang i would i would go to texas
2: you could describe some areas. Is this hill wow. <laughs> Can't say that we have mountains, but hills. Wow. Meanwhile, really I like, say that. live
0: like the street <laughs> over from me is like the bottom of a hill. Like, that's all we have around here. We're just like, <laughs> like tiny glacier park over here with all of our hills and rocks. So, San Francisco's <laughs> someone in San Francisco is going to be listening to
1: this. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, they're like, no.
2: Hill. Yeah. <laughs> immediately disproving. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Strong wind comes by that hill was just a big sand dune you're like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> our hill. It
1: was our, our national our, attraction. Our one. Hill. Oh no, oh, that no. was that was the selling point of my hometown.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, anyway, let's move on to visual effects. Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan and Tenant Tenant 1. It was my choice. I saw the only ones I saw were Midnight Sky and Mulan. I didn't think that they deserved their awards and so I'm glad Tenet won just because I know that Christopher Nolan loves his practical effects and even though I didn't see the movie I was like yeah trailers look like they deserve it good on him so Lisa
2: I'm shocked you haven't seen it me but, too um, <laughs> actually I I said Tenet as well I think I think I bought it because I think at the time you had to like decide if you're gonna buy it so I think I own it oh you poor I've only thing seen it once I liked <laughs> it and, and I think it definitely deserved to win the fact that Mulan was nominated feels really weird honestly but um, yeah, I agree with you okay. there. It's fine, but it's like the kind We've of that had was one tiger problem with dragon. Mulan,
0: which has better. Well, like
2: effects. those w- yeah. right, and like practical effects yeah. like the problem with mulan it's like look at all this really cool stylistic fighting you've seen in hong kong films now watch them be cg instead and you're like what like that's the whole point of those movies mm-hmm. is that they're really doing those things it would be like if john wick was all cg it i don't know anyway i could go no, on that's a, that's about a that, but great I
0: comparison though like that's a, <laughs> it's like oh you've seen jackie chan be amazing and do his own stunts now watch someone look like jackie chan because they were made in the computer and you're like that's not yeah the it's
2: like no that's no that's yeah, why it was that's why, those, was that's why the american versions was, are always bad yeah
1: <laughs> and it was it, obvious computer graphics i, agree. Like, I like, cause,
0: yeah because i don't want to say anything like i have zero problem with cg like when it when Same. it works yeah. it really works but like good cg like maybe like good sound or something good set dressing or something like that like i almost shouldn't notice it like i shouldn't be right. like wow look at that amazing cg shot or mm-hmm. and i don't want to like I, a good example so um the one of the Transformers movies Palmer you'll be able to help me with this what's the one where they like a ha- like glide through the skyscrapers they're like you know what I'm talking about I they're think thinking, that's two is it two so you would assume like looking at that I'd be like that is all CG they're just like on a green screen whatever else I'm like no they really jumped out of an airplane and actually like glided through a city and then they added all of the Transformer stuff around them and I was like that's really mm. cool that's good that's a good combo because I didn't know one mm-hmm. way or the other like that's when they're were that's when they're working in tandem. And I appreciate that. Um, Michael Bay
1: gets, gets so little credit for his action sequences, mainly because that's what, like, that's all he does. Like it's action sequences (laughs) and women in like tight fitting clothing.
2: Or no clothing. Or, yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, I heard this on a, a podcast I was listening to the other day, but it's 100% true. Sometimes, even like in the Marvel movies, when there's too much fighting and it's all CG, I'm like, okay, now I'm just watching like a CGI cartoon. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it can sometimes take me out of the movie. If, if the whole thing is CG and, and it's, it literally is a cartoon, it's fine. But sometimes when they, when they stay in that mode for too long. Yeah. And DC does it too. So I'm not trying to be like anti Marvel, but I'm just saying. No, like, no, you're that's right. That's a problem. And in Mulan, it's a bigger problem to me because okay, Spider Man isn't real, but like these people are like, real. So yeah, like
0: y'all holding <laughs> like, swords. People yeah. held swords for hundreds of thou- yes,
2: like, people right. have
1: I'm not thousands. Like, right,
0: I'm not expecting this is you a to build
2: art. Like, I want to see them yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah.
1: expecting you to build giant robots that can actually fight. Like, I'm expecting exactly. that to be C G. <laughs> you can make right. Mulan, not C G.
2: And, <laughs> right.
1: and again, like I just think the CG... CG in it, it's just bad. Like, it just looks
0: it wasn't CG. It, it wasn't great. Good CG should, should surprise you. Like, whoa, right. there was no road there? Or, whoa, that car was a totally different color. Exactly. Or, whoa, or that be able was to... Be able to, to be yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, CG doesn't necessarily
1: yeah. have to hold up for years on end. Like, you know, the prequels of Star Wars. Go back now, they look dated. Back then, they looked really nice. So it doesn't have to hold up to be really good. But, that being said, like, tenant is... For all all the flaws of that movie and there are flaws i thought the special effects were great
0: yeah and we are definitely in an era where we're <laughs> appreciating awful. practical effects over um computer generated effects God. right yeah. now and so like you can like it it's not like um it's like the flip side of jurassic park almost where you're like you go back and watch jurassic yeah. park and you're like it all still looks great but like you can pinpoint like the 13 special like computer generated effects um and so and now we've we've gone so far in the other direction that we're out of you know titanic lord of the Rain avatar you know and we're in we're back into what can you do in camera to impress me because if you create if you just in the computer it's impressive computer work but it doesn't i thought it doesn't continue to keep me in the film
2: yeah actors act differently when they're interacting with something real they just do yeah and i i think i remember reading that like denny v (laughs) said that about blade runner 2049 which has very little cg Mm -hmm. or way less than you would think because he said actors respond differently differently when they're in a real environment when they're in- interacting with real objects they just they just do and i think we've all seen so much cg over the years that we can pick up on it like even just being casual viewers and so yeah now we're kind of like okay not impressed with that more impressed with practical yeah. effects
1: yeah bring and, you know bring us back to the stan winston you know animatronics era or the uh you know the 80s 70s horror movie era no with um ugh, crap the guy from friday the
0: 13th jason jason no the <laughs> Ray- the special Johnson's. effects guy. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh, not, um, oh, um, s- not uh, s- Phil Tippett. Savini, Tom Savini. So, okay. Um. Anyway. Okay. But uh, you know. But <laughs> to all that point, like the Stan Winston thing. Like I'm more impressed with the first Iron Man movie when he's just standing there in his armor and it's all clicking and clacking all over the place and it's just a glory shot, a 360 glory shot of the armor moving because I'm like, I know that he's actually in that suit and that it's moving as opposed to like right. Age of Ultron or whatever. And I'm like, it doesn't even look like you were on set. Like, were you there? It's like they
2: said that like they kept you know they keep having to show him inside the suit so that we (laughs) see him you know so that we can connect with him anymore yeah Yeah. well
1: and they're paying they're paying him a lot of money so they need to
0: true yeah true. let me get their money's worth but anyway yeah let's move on to <laughs> makeup and hairstyling uh Emma Hillbilly Elegy Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Mank and Pinocchio I'm not sure if I felt like it deserved it but I Ma Rainey I put it as the winner and it won mostly because I thought that Viola Davis's uh makeup like really did help transform her very well into Ma Rainey and even um and so that's even though maybe like the hair in Emma is more intricate or um Glenn Close's makeup in Hillbilly the elegy is also transformative that mom was a real person so and that's always that always kind of gets the um that always gets the leg up and manx was good but i st- it wasn't like darkest hour where i was like is that gary oldman or is that winston churchill right and this was this was very much um more like more like that where mank i was like that's gary oldman that's whoever's playing orson <laughs> yeah. wells that's you know whoever it is so that's where i landed what about you lisa
2: agreed also side note orson wells was weird because he was, like, way too old to be Orson Welles at that time. but anyway. He was, like,
0: the legend of Orson Welles. <laughs> He's, like, what I imagine yeah, was, Orson Welles like, to be. and, like, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, Orson was like, in his 20s. But, yeah, like, uh, I said Emma because it seems obvious, but you make a good point, and I also want to say that Viola Davis doesn't get enough credit for her transformations. She can, like, transform into her characters. She can be
0: a Transformer if she wants to. That's how good she, she could,
2: is. She's more than meets the yeah, eye. She, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, she... She's really good, and um, you know, you, you always talk about all these actors, usually male actors transforming themselves into roles and it's like nobody even mentions Viola but like look at everything she does one hundred percent helped um her in that movie just kind of really embody that that famous person. And so yeah, I, I think it's a good win and another historic mm-hmm. win. Um so no problems with that one. Good Palmer, what about you?
1: Um I probably would have given it to Emma just because I liked the stuff a little bit more. Ma Rainey was fine. I just and granted, because it's more realistic, I know that's why it won. I just wasn't a fan of the look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the like like the really really like obvious looking rouge. I realized it's the style at the time, so like it's they did a what really good job. It looked in, like yeah, and that's a really good job. And they're in trying that.
2: to make her not look. I mean, Viola's, like
1: stunning, so beautiful. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah, it's like
2: yeah. we have to transform her into a different person. Right. So, it's hard. So like I said, yeah. I, I yeah. understand
1: that, but just like personal taste, I just think like makeup's one of those things where like I never like. Too much of it, like I like the more subtle the better in my in my eyes. But so I'm fine with them winning. But I personally probably would have picked Emma.
0: When you say like less is more on makeup, do you mean film makeup or all makeup in general? <laughs> I was about to say I,
2: like, I definitely err on the side of excess, so I'm different from yeah. You I was like,
0: I was wondering if you were like, are you just like making a blanket statement about all makeup across the world, <laughs> hey, or are everybody. you specifically talking about film makeup? <laughs> says less yeah. makeup, less <laughs> yeah. is yeah. more. No, I'm just <laughs> but like Lisa says things.
2: pack that on. Do your thing. No,
1: I mean do whatever makes you happy. Like obviously, (laughs) like you don't have to you don't have to, you know, do what I like. I'm just saying like when it comes to I have
0: that recording. It's recording. No, no, you don't have have to to do it. I can't believe you said that.
2: I'm gonna take a soundbite. I can't believe Palmer said women shouldn't wear makeup. That is so (laughs) backwards. (laughs) I'm,
0: just uh, I'm not getting oh, any of this out just so you know no. you have
1: to live with this forever <laughs> no, that's fine but what I'm saying is like, like for me like especially like watching a movie like if I don't notice the makeup I, I tend to think it's a better job, and like I, I know what you mm-hmm. mean. Yeah.
2: I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It, it feels like when you're really excellent at that craft, it's more subtle.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's move on to animated feature film. Uh, Onward, Over the Moon, A Sheep, A uh, Shaun, The Sheep Movie, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolf Walkers. Uh, Soul was my pick. Soul One. It's a beautiful film. It's a it's a it's a, a movie for adults that they pass off as a kids' movie. Um, and so I just like, like if I was a kid and saw Soul like this is boring what is happening like <laughs> who cares um but as an adult i found it i found it incredibly moving and beautiful and so i was i was happy that it's i was happy that it won uh t- in all fairness i the only other one i saw was onward which i thought was good it was cute i wouldn't say it was groundbreaking in any particular way um wolf walkers has been on my list to watch for so long and when like i sit down with my wife to like watch tv uh, on, on a night we like think like oh we wanted to watch wolf walkers and i'm like i just don't have the energy for something new like right now so (laughs) the nanny Um, so um, but my fun fact I actually know somebody connected, a few people connected to Over the Moon Um, oh wow guy who wrote the music to Over the Moon um, also wrote uh, the Charlie Chaplin musical that was on Broadway a couple years ago um, which which is very good Um, I do recommend if you can if you can find it or listen to the album but I um, I work with his brand brother-in-law um and like and there's a few more connections from there but i thought it was cool that i was like oh i like know the guy that knows the guy that like is nominated for an oscar that's amazing like i've shared like i've been in the same house with them or whatever like that's pretty it was pretty cool so even though i have not seen over the moon but i'm inclined to see it now because i I feel like i'm like oh i'm in the know i know somebody
2: (laughs) yeah i i would have given this to soul um I feel like I had, like, a weird existential experience while I was watching it. I was, like, crying, like, a lot, like, to where it was weird. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of a mixture of, like, the pandemic and, like, I had a bunch of big life changes last year with, like, changing my job, buying a house, you know, just all this stuff. And it was making me think about, I mean, and also your mortality because there's this horrible global pandemic. So, like, I think I was already thinking about some of these themes that they touch on in the movies, like, perfect timing. And it was just an incredible film i agree with you about onward this is a hot topic in my house because my husband loved onward but i'm like "Eh, it's fine it's like kind of what i expect out of movies like that i didn't think it was that great felt kind of formulaic to Mm -hmm. me but but good but he really liked it a lot more than i did and connected with it a lot more so take that as you will i think soul deserved it and it it was a great Mm -hmm. movie
1: i will note that tim you're just horrible bad luck I mean, that's really you know somebody that was nominated for Academy Award, they didn't win. You know somebody know you that was right. connected to the Spider-Man Broadway show, and that got can- and that got closed like
0: a that's week true. after. I wasn't you. just know somebody connected to it. I knew, I know Spider-Man. I'm friends with one him. of them. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a weird you, thing. One to, of the Spider-Man. Yeah. So there was three Spider-Man, Spider-Mans, uh in the like there was like uh, the Peter Parker, there was the Spider-Man like singer, like, and then there was. Like a couple, there was a, or two stunt Spider-Men, like one on stage yeah. and one doing the wire work. And I knew the one doing the wire work when the they show were,
1: closed. Down. There were
0: three stunt Spider-Men. Uh, three stunt
1: Spider-Men. Well, there was, there it, was, it, stage, it was,
2: tragically, right? Huh?
1: There was the stage one, there was the I, wire work one, and there was the one in the hospital. Yeah. I,
2: yeah. Like, like, yeah. My friend yeah.
0: was the one that is fine. So, yeah. Well, but no, he he yeah, he, he'd come, come on, end, like, right was, before like, they, they announced
2: closing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All of the other stuff happened earlier in the run. Um,
2: well, that's a dark turn. Yeah. This I'm, conversation I'm just take. saying, Tim's bad luck if you
1: if you're connected to movies or Broadway shows. Apparently, that's
0: not necessarily true. I also know somebody who worked on the Prince of Egypt and many more animated films, and he's doing just fine. So, um,
2: as of this recording, I'm just, I thought, as of this recording, I thought I thought gonna you were going to
0: say, yeah. I thought you were going to say yeah, something really like you knew somebody
2: connected edited. to the
1: uh, Prince of Music. Uh, musical that's been being chopped around, and I'm like, why isn't it on Broadway yet? Like. Uh, no, no, as
2: in there can be miracles.
0: Can <laughs> <laughs> you believe? I sing I...
2: that to Nick all the time. No, really? <laughs> he's like, I he actually just I... stares at me. Yeah, I yeah. love that song, and I sing it to him, and he just looks at me, and I sing like the whole thing. No, it's a great and song. It's really yeah. annoying, and he's never seen the movie. I mean, oh no, he's... he knows all the songs now. Said used...
0: "You could be Yeah, I used it yesterday. as a gift the other
1: day on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot why.
2: <laughs> well, I feel like not everybody's seen it, but like the songs are like total mm-hmm. earworms. I don't know. Oh, like, absolutely. It's Thank been you. years, and I think, I haven't seen it in years, but I know the song. Yeah. It's, it's really my cool.
0: favorite animated cool. film. Like, bar none. It's yeah, good. It's... it's really
2: good. And it doesn't have that whitewashing problem. Let's
0: no, it does not. Put that out yep. there. No.
2: The people are actually brown, so that's God. kind
0: of cool. and, and, I mean, they look it, but not all, all Not all, all, the... all the cast was. I think Val <laughs> Kilmer is uh, And true. God was Val yeah. Kilmer. And that's what I assume is true. Actually, God is all just like in real life. Actually, God is played by all them you can hear them whispering i'm not talking we could do a whole other podcast on the prince of egypt everyone it's not now well i think somebody actually does a podcast <laughs> on
1: people who like
2: prince really good, good movies
0: <laughs> yeah oh um, lisa do you oh, need yeah, to come on and talk, about, talk prince about that of egypt because I, I will i, I <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely oh, i would I've,
2: i haven't seen it in so long that's gonna be so interesting like to go back and watch You're it welcome so internet
0: long.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I personally would have picked Shaun the Sheep just because it's it's claymation. Sure, like claymation. claymation. is cool. It is. It is. and it's got it's got <laughs> sheep. It's got Shaun. I didn't actually watch it, but I wasn't gonna pick a Disney movie. So Shaun cool. the Sheep.
0: Yeah, but Ooh. you know the actually the um <laughs> the the, <laughs> the clip the that they showed with him just like choosing buttons. I was like, I want to watch this movie. It looks oh nice. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. The same you know,
2: I felt the same way. I was like, I didn't even know about it's this. the same like, it's it. the same
1: production company that does Wallace and Gromit, I believe. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah totally. There's yeah. no
2: way it's not. But I and I yeah. like that. And that it that is on Netflix
1: you know. because I've passed by oh, okay. it many times. Oh, oh it's what <laughs> I want to watch tomorrow. Fantastic. Netflix
2: is so bad at guessing what Palmer wants to see. No oh, I wanna yeah. see it.
1: I wanna see it, but every time I saw it I'm like I was in the mood of like I need to watch movies that came out in two thousand twenty or two thousand twenty one oh, gotcha. and for some reason that has a copyright of like twenty nineteen, I think.
2: Oh. A, few these, oh, okay. a few of
0: these movies do Yeah, actually, you know, because they You know, it's been a weird year, but anyway Original song, Fight for You From Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice From Trials of Chicago 7 uh, Husavik, uh from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of the Fire Saga uh, Io Is Seen The Life of Ahead um, Well, Io Is Seen from The Life Ahead, and Speak Now from One Night in Miami um, I chose Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah because, quite honestly it was the last song that they played at the red carpet. And I was like, oh, that was a good song. I never heard that before. I'll just pick that one. And it won. And I felt happy because it was an arbitrary <laughs> pick. You were
2: lucky this time. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: Hear My Voice is a good song. Palmer and I were talking about it. And I was like, before they announced the winner, I was like, oh, you're right. Like, Hear Your Voice is a good song. I'm going to change my pick. And then they announced the song. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't change my pick because then I would have been one down. But that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's fine. I'm Original song is probably my least invested category and that counts the lo- like short documentary uh, sort of go <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i agree um i would have picked uh Husavik, i hope i'm saying that right because it's funny mm-hmm. and um i thought that it was hilarious that was picked and i i don't know i, I was in like the headspace when that movie came out I, I know it got a lot of harsh criticism but i i enjoyed it i had fun watching it <laughs> I needed a mood lifter, and it, and it gave me that, so mm-hmm. I would have voted that because it's funny to me, um, and because I also don't care about this category very yeah. much. <laughs> I
1: I usually love Best Song. Uh, they, these don't typically have the, the oomph in past years. Um, I would have picked Speak Now. I thought that that song was, was really good, um, although I can't remember if there was a better song in One Night in Miami um, that was original, but I did really like Speak Now. Hear My Voice was awesome. Also really good, and fight for you. You know, were was pretty good. I think it was just a down year for movies across the board. Like I don't know if in a normal year half of these get nominated because there's usually something else. There's usually at least one or two standouts.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So I
1: in closing, my my pick would have went to. Um, Prince of Egypt for When You Believe, <laughs>
0: which did win.
1: I think I'm pretty sure that did. Oh, win. absolutely!
0: I'm they sure had it did. Mariah and Whitney sing at exactly. the awards. They were yeah, giving I them what I was about it to was say. Amazing. It was epic. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff. All right, let's talk about lead actor uh, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, Stephen Yeun for Minari. Uh, I chose Boseman because I not because I. No offense to Chadwick Boseman, who was a wonderful, wonderful person. And an amazing actor. I thought it should go to Hopkins because it was a really outstanding performance, like like one of his best, and that includes The Mask of Zorro. So, you know, like, it was really, really outstanding. But I thought they'd go... They're usually... The Academy usually adheres to a posthumous award in some, like, a lot of ways. Like, and then... So I was, I was actually... I was a little surprised. Um, they actually don't. They don't anymore. typically...
1: They don't typically award posthumous awards in acting. Like in the technical stuff mm-hmm. when there's like when there's three or four different people they'll do it, but typically on like a singular award they don't. Interesting.
2: Except for like maybe uh what's his name, Leonardo DiCaprio?
1: No, he's still alive. Like
2: Well, no. Oh, you're right. You mean, uh, you b- mean I guess what I mean to Keith say is, Well, yeah, but but I mean like sometimes I do feel like they give it to somebody that like this isn't their best performance. They just haven't given them one yet. Totally. Yes, sometimes oh, that yeah, does that's happen.
0: Definitely, that's definitely yeah
2: and Sorry. that that
1: happens a lot
0: more than. Then it should. Yeah, though I, <laughs> though I do feel that Hopkins. This is not like a we're catching up to some of your amazing work from before. He's actually okay. incredible in this movie. Like really, like, Cause like incredible. Because
2: like I'm thinking about him in what was the the two popes. Oh, yep. yeah,
0: yeah. He was. You know, good he was that very good I was in that. like
2: he was, but it was like I don't know. He was he <laughs> was,
0: was good. And good. I mean he did Hopkins, Hopkins that. thing. Yeah, he didn't win. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah, you. He was doing but yeah,
2: so thing. I was kind of surprised by this, but. Granted, I haven't seen the movie, and I also thought it was going to be Chadwick Boseman um, for the same reasons that you just said. Yes, they maybe they don't normally do this, and 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 I I agree with what Palmer's saying. I, I, you guys would know better than I would, but I I just think given everything that's happened this year, I just kind of expected it. And I think yeah, maybe it's not his best performance, but it was a really good one. It was a
0: really good I mean, one. Yeah,
2: I, he really stood out in that movie. Yeah, his uh, <sighs> his um um
0: what's the Get On up? is a uh, Get On Up is that the is that that the James Brown movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I th- like, that's probably the one that I've been like, missed opportunity over there. You know, that was. yeah oh, gotcha, um, yeah. Um, but anyway, Palmer, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it
1: should have went to Anthony Hopkins. I agree with him. I think this is head and, head and shoulders above, like, any of his past performances. Like, it is easily his best performance. And that includes a, you know, that includes a lengthy, a lengthy um, acting resu- resume that includes... Includes Abraham Van Helsing in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, I had yeah. to. I was. I was going through How his filmography Zorro? as Lisa Zorro was talking too. to find one better than Mask of Zorro. No, there is none better than. Mask I was going to go with. I was going to go with Meet uh, Joe Black, but nope. I'm going with Abraham Van Helsing. Could've, he could have
0: also gone with that dude from Hearts in Atlantis. I would have accepted that as well. <laughs> Um, he, you know, this is easily
1: his best performance. As far as Chadwick Boseman goes, he's good in Marini's Black Bottom. I think if you're going to nominate him this year, I think they probably should have nominated him for uh, Five Bloods. Agreed. Um. Agreed. So, you so know. Here we are, yeah. Yeah, so here we are, like, yeah. and I just... And I I understand like so Heath Ledger won a posthumous acting award mm-hmm. and he might have been the last one to do it I can't remember if somebody else did it but prior to that it doesn't really happen that often for and I think in my mind there's there's one reason that I could see it why when you're sitting there and you're filling out your ballot say for best actor mm-hmm. and say you pick Chadwick Boseman like do you sit there and have a a real conversation with yourself Am I only picking him because he died I mean, I don't
0: know. I've never done that. Right, but...
2: I mean, people definitely say that and I think it's incorrect and maybe that does take away from their award a little bit. Like, when that did happen with Heath Heath Ledger, you know, people still claim that, and it's like, I mean, it was a really good performance. It was really impressive. I thought he deserved that award. If Had he been alive, I think right. he would have still gotten Absolutely, it. Absolutely, that it, it is kind of frustrating that it carries that stigma where people go like, oh, well, they died, and it's like that, that sucks because it's such a huge award and they're gone, you know. It, which know. is yeah. weird
1: because, like, You're right. That stigma happened with Heath Ledger, and yet, like this time around, it seemed like the stigma was in the opposite direction.
2: Yeah, it was like, oh, the guy that we expect to win because he's an important Shakespearean-style,
1: you know, Mm -hmm.
2: figurehead in the scene. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you
1: know, I saw someone, I saw someone on Twitter that was pissed off because uh, bozeman didn't win, and they were like, oh, they made his widow fly out to California in a pandemic to sit through the Oscars to the very end, only for her. Her husband to lose, you know, only for him to not win and you know, that's a crushing loss again. I'm mm-hmm. like they didn't make her fly out. They didn't hold a gun to her head. Well, it was like
2: I really wish that people would kind of like that speech that the actress for uh Minari had. I mean it is literally an honor to be nominated. Like if you're already in the room, you're cream of the crop, you know, you're at the very top. Right. You're at you're very important. You you know, I, I want to believe when people get up there and say like any one of us could have gotten this award we share this we're all yeah we all got to this point it should be seen that way so yeah he didn't win but like and i think, was nominated for best actor like that's and huge. i think that's such a good thing if you're
1: complaining he didn't win you're cheapening his performance because your sole reason for him should have winning was that he was dead
0: yeah i mean unless they believe that he was actually the best performance out of those out of those five actors but you'd also have to say like i've seen all five movies and in say, like definitively he's the best one for this reason this reason this reason and this reason and that's what the academy has to do you know they yeah. have to, you know that's what they should be doing and, th- and clearly what they did because look riz ahmed steven yun gary oldman they were all great in their movies they were all really strong leads hopkins was just better he w- and that's he's a living legend but also hopkins didn't really think he was going to win either i mean granted it was like 4 a.m in wales when this thing like wrapped up so like and well and obvious, he couldn't so. zoom in yeah and no and he wasn't allowed to zoom in right he's 83 Three years old. He's like, I'm rolling to bed. Like, <laughs> like whatever.
1: So I I do yeah. like that the, the Academy got bit on that one. They were like, you know, can't zoom in, which I think was a dumb idea.
0: Um I can and understand that really... I can understand not wanting them to do that because then like everyone would be like, I'm just gonna stay home. I'll zoom in. Don't worry about it. And they go through all this work to create this safe space. They didn't have that problem
1: that. at Yeah, but they didn't have that problem at the Golden Globe.
0: I think they thought that the zooming thing would lessen the viewership, not realize <laughs> <that> picking movies <laughs> well, that nobody they, saw. Already did that was going to lessen the viewership. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, not to mention the fact that it created this atmosphere that a lot of of anger because I think you know that the this particular program, the Academy, is seen as you know pretty liberal and uh, you know pro uh, mask and social distancing, Mm -hmm. and yet everybody was really close together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There wasn't a whole lot of social distancing going on. No masks.
1: Now, granted, I
2: personally didn't really have a problem with it because I'm like, well, all these people are vaccinated. But then that brought up you know the well, not social economic disparity of not everyone was vaccinated yeah. yeah not everyone was yeah. vaccinated it,
1: so essentially what they did was they treated it just like a, movie a set, film what they or said a tv beginning. set yeah. yeah they said that as so yeah. a everyone had so been tested okay with, everyone had been like right. in isolation prior to that so right. i feel like and and i don't think liberals really in this instance were the ones harping about what was going on at the oscars as far as like them being close together it was other people that were like, see, you tell us that we have to do this and now you're doing the opposite. Yes.
2: I saw that but then I also saw people saying things like oh, all the, you know, and um, I saw this a bunch, like not from one person but from a few people saying, you know, this is an example of people that are extremely privileged because they all have access to all this testing and and the vaccines and everything and so they can have this giant event that none of us would be able to have. To that I would say, you're right, right, but at the same time, if you're okay with them filming movies right now or TV shows it's the exact same thing Mm -hmm. like we're caught in this weird in between of like do we want everyone to shut down until everyone can do that or are you okay with it because and And, and you understand that unfortunately some people do have access to better things and you know what let's
1: let's not forget like that also helps out certain economic people that aren't like actors and actresses and stars like that helps out all the teamsters and union people that work behind the scenes on places because their job you know they're going to their job but now they also have access to this that they might not Mm -hmm. have had before so that also does help uh it is an industry it is we
0: don't call it you know a business or an industry for nothing like it right it it, it is people's jobs and you know they're the they're the front they're what we see but there's a lot of people who like need things like this to happen not to be millionaires but just to pay their rent yeah but
2: yeah i have two friends in the arts and you know this this has been a really rough year for them there's no performances almost at all you know if you're an actor especially on the stage Mm -hmm. it's been such a huge blow and it's it's hard to decide when can we come back and you know if they're doing it in a way that's relatively safe yes they're more privileged than some of us are obviously but yeah. I, I, as long as they're trying to be safer I, I applaud that effort and plus i'm just glad we got the oscars i don't know maybe i'm just no, I'm, too much I'm, about i fully I, agree i'm happy about
1: um, it. but that being said i think they should have allowed zooming because the fact that anthony hopkins didn't get to give a speech now granted you know yeah. he he kind of released it afterwards but just given the frame of this being the last award and then them having to end without a speech because of their whole no-zoom
0: thing. Yeah, well, just, I mean, like, uh, one, he didn't know he was going to win. And, no, but um, I think
1: if he was allowed to zoom in, he would have stayed up to watch. I
0: don't think so. It was, four, like, literally 4 o'clock in the morning in Wales. He's 83 years old. Like, if anything, he's getting up, like, at the tail end of the Oscars.
2: Imagine someone waking you up at 4 a.m. and saying, okay, zoom in, you've won. Yeah. He's like, Where's your he's
0: speech? like no, I'm good. <laughs> I, like, think, I think you're giving
1: Anthony Hopkins so very, thought. you know, little credit for how spry of an 83-year-old he is. He is spry. And some people but,
2: wake up early. Right, yeah. You yeah, know?
1: but I don't, I don't know him
0: well enough, you know. know. He's, but he, he was
1: probably out tending the garden <laughs> with uh, Sam Neill.
0: Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, but I love oh, Sam Neill. I love him. Who lives <laughs> in New Zealand or Australia. I can't remember which one. So New Zealand. I think it's New yeah. Zealand
2: because of the hunt for the wilder yep, people. The best
0: country <laughs> in the world. Anyway, let's talk lead actress. Shall we? Viola Hi. Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andre Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland and Carrie Mulgan for Promising Young Woman. I thought they were going to go um, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She's she's marvelous. It's an excellent piece. Um, and but they they rolled with Frances McDormand for Nomadland, which I actually thought was an amazing performance. It was so good. But, but that's because she's always kind of like Viola Davis. She's always superb. She like never fails to sound whatever film that she's in and she really does hold that movie together so i can like you know because it is about her and like her nomad ship so like so much of it is her holding her own with the camera and so i completely understand the decision um it just took me by surprise which uh lisa you talk
2: agreed i would have also said viola davis um i think you could pick so many performances to give her an award for but she was really really good and and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom that was kind of like an actor's movie I felt like it felt like a play we were mostly just focused on people's performances um and hers was amazing um Frances McDermott totally 100% agree. She's great in everything. Her howling at the end of her speech was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how weird she is. Uh, I don't know. I just I think it was a good choice for for a win.
1: Yep, Mary Palmer. Carrie Mulligan should have won. Like just oh, she's really just, good. And I feel bad because
2: she surprised me. Because I hate to say that Viola
1: me. Davis does tend to put in like great performances in almost everything she's in. But it always seems like because she's just consistent really good whenever she kind of has one that's slightly you know like hey we should really pay attention to it there's always like that's always the same year like two or three people just like really break out from their from their like okayness and and transcend. Like I've liked I've liked Carrie Mulligan for a long time. I think she's good. I think she's she's a good actress. I think Promising Young Woman is really is great and like she's great in it. So like she broke out this year right at the same time like Viola Davis went from like really good to really, really good. So I, you know, I kind of feel bad like it always happens to Viola Davis. As far as Frances McDormand goes, at this point, I believe Frances McDormand is the new, uh, not not Glenn Close, the other one, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, she's the new Meryl Streep. Any movie she's <laughs> in, she's gonna get nominated. However, unlike Meryl Streep, I just feel like now she's just playing Frances McDormand. I feel like she did that mm-hmm. in Nomadland. I feel like she did that in uh, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which wasn't I think was the last movie she was in. Like so I i believe like
2: I love that movie though. So, so I believe I loved her in it. and she's she's really
1: good in it. But at this point, like seeing her give speeches that entire year for Ebbing Missouri, I'm like, oh she she <laughs> just played herself. And in No Madland she's just playing herself. So I don't yeah. I honestly I, I don't dis- think that I, should I, be actually, I
0: completely disagree. They're entirely different characters. Like I and I mean like it's not like it's not like Fargo where she's you know like that's like a, a very particular type of character for a very particular type of movie but like but Mildred in three billboards is not Fern in Nomadland and also she was in Good Omens and Isle of Dogs um in between those two yeah but one of those was an animated I,
2: movie I can see some of the parallels in her look and and in her maybe standoffishness but yeah she's not like in the in the three billboards movie She's an angry person um justifiably so but she's very angry in this other movie she's just grief stricken I do think it's a different performance mm-hmm.
0: I just. You know she's uh, in Transformers
1: and Darkman. Yes. I didn't yep. know that. I know she's in Darkman. I just watched Darkman for the first time. For the
0: first time.
1: Yes. What? Yep.
2: Well, I'm going to use my loud keys to look up Francis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, she, she was the love interest in Darkman. And I, it's a movie that I've always wanted to see. And then I was at the store one day watching a YouTube video of people uh, doing speed runs of games. And someone was playing the Darkman NES game. And I was like, huh, there was a Darkman NES game? and then that. I was like she's the mom in
2: Almost Famous yes sorry yep. yes oh back she like has
1: she has a really good track record of movies and I'll say like Fargo she is great in Fargo I she love is but Fargo. I believe at this stage in her I career I love Fargo so much at this stage in her career I don't think she, she melts into characters anymore I just see
0: Frances McDormand I think that might be a you thing and not a Frances McDormand <laughs> thing um, well that's
2: a you problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> well seeing as how <laughs> I'm the
0: one
1: making the rules. Apparently, we are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Francis. You got to give that award yep. back. Uh, Go said, split it in you half and give in. half to
0: Carrie Mulligan <laughs> and half to Viola Davis. Now, I I think Carrie Mulligan was great. I mean, I said a lot of nice things about Promising Young Woman early, and I I stand by them. It's not her time yet. If that like if her performance is she's very been good, acting for forever. She's 35. Like not acting since forever. Like and she's you got, should know that that's like that's like a ticking time forever. bomb for an
1: actress. Unfortunately. Yeah, not in the
0: way that it used <laughs> to but yeah i know what you mean but um, uh,
2: not for oscars but for yes roles. <laughs> um
0: but you know she's always been Carrie mulgan is very judicious about what part she chooses and what movie she wants to be a part of and you know except for never let me go no um maybe she wanted to do that she liked those words <laughs> in that particular order let's talk directing chloe zhao for Nomad Land, thomas vitterberg for another round david fincher for mank lee isaac chung for minari and emerald Funeral for a promising young woman um i for some I thought they were going to go with Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. I just thought that it's a, it's a tightly crafted film and managing children, the mixture between, you know, the mixture between um, English and Korean. And like, there's a lot happening that you could lose an audience on. And, um, and I just thought it was so well delivered that that's where I thought they were going to go. But um, Chloe's out for Nomadland, I thought was a, it was a good choice because I really Nomad Nomadland. I thought it was a very, I thought it was a well done movie movie and it takes a it takes a good combination of a director and and an actor or actress to like hold a movie together when it's mostly one person and her the style that she went with she went with is almost like it's not it feels like like a, it feels like um almost like a documentary right the way that you know yes yeah. um and uh and i and it i love that like you felt you were with you were on the journey with fern and as opposed to watching her on the journey and that that takes a lot of effort from the director to make that happen. So I, it's good. It it was a good choice. Lisa.
2: I agree. Um, I was surprised kind of like when Parasite won, I was like, I don't know that the Academy is going to see things the way I see them (laughs) or the way that some film lovers see things. Um, I didn't expect it to win, but I was really satisfied with the win. I thought that was an incredible film. I sat down to watch it thinking it was going to kind of be like homework and emotionally exhausting and it was not at all it was a lot more inspiring than I anticipated it being and I'm terrified for my father to see it because I think he's gonna throw everything in a van and <laughs> drive, drive over that the one United hill States. you have and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one- I'm finally gonna do it <laughs> that one hill um but yeah like uh I just, I thought it was a really incredible film, and just like everyone's been saying, I'm sure Marvel is, like, rubbing their hands together. Their new Golden Goose has made an incredible movie and has a lot of accolades and can't wait to see what she does next, Mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm.
0: That next is called The Eternals, I think, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, I don't think, I don't think being able to handle kids is really, like, an Academy Award winning quality. Otherwise, Christopher Columbus would be the most winning (laughs) Academy (laughs) director in the history of the award. I, I um,
0: understand what you mean, but yeah, know, like, yeah, but in, 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 that's true, but like, it's more than that.
1: Right. No, no, Minari, Minari was, was done really good. Um, David Fincher, I think he's kind of there because he's David Fincher. Although, as we said, like the technical aspects of Mank were, were done really well. Didn't see another round. Um, I, I think it should have been Emerald Fennell, but unlike you two, I was not surprised Chloe's out one. Um that was like Nomadland was the hot one going into the awards. Um so like I don't see that as an upset as far as like Marvel kind of rubbing their hands together because they gave her the Eternals um I don't I don't know like it's too completely I, I hope it's two completely different styles of movies like I can't see you making the, oh, the
2: Eternals movies like right. you did on Joe what I would off like no
0: well, the Eternals was like no but Mad now land. they can
2: say best you know director winner is right you know doing one of their big films I think it's a huge win yeah I, I do think it'll be a hundred percent different from what we saw but but right. It got her. Yeah. Yeah, but to be able it to opens say a lot of doors. Yeah, to
0: be able to say best picture, best best director winner. You know, Chloe Zhao. Like that's right. But that's I mean, a... they they were
1: able to say best actor winner Anthony Hopkins in Thor. Yep. Like we <laughs> had we had Oscar winners in these movies already. Tons of them. Tons Yeah, of them.
2: but I think that there is some. I don't know. if Correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes there can be some shade thrown at directors that don't have a lot of movies under their belt, particularly if people feel like they were given these opportunities i don't believe this obviously but sometimes people are like oh they did that for diversity's sake it's gonna hurt the movie because they haven't had a lot of movies under their belt they don't know what they're doing this like gives them that no
0: quiet. i i uh, completely,
2: some people I completely expect agree with you. they shouldn't need
1: it unfortunately but... i think because she is a because um she is uh a director a, a minority that's always gonna dog yeah, her a
2: woman and asian yeah you no know, and that's very
1: that's very unfortunate I, so I'm happy. Like as far as representation goes, I'm happy she won. I do like the fact, like out of this category, you had two women. Uh, you also had uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who is Korean. Uh, so like it was, you know, the 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 nominations this year I think were were well represented. And rightfully so. Like I don't think it was like we we're gonna sit down. We're gonna make sure like this is you know this is even across the board. Um, but that being said, I really still I like just the fact that she did the movie in less than a month, seven months pregnant. Like I I tweeted out like between Emerald doing that movie at pregnant and and Gal Gadot doing Justice League pregnant, not once but twice. You know I feel like I I feel like I just completely underachieved my entire life. Just based off well, of those Well, think two. about
2: the Hollywood, you know, stigma that used to come with women being pregnant. Like when we did our episode on uh, Tu Wong Fu, you know, that had a female director and they didn't want to sign her because she was pregnant. And they're like, nope, you're going to have the baby while you're making the movie. And Steven Spielberg actually had to step in and say, she's the director for this movie and I support her and please use her. That's ridiculous. Like we've come that far, yeah. which is pretty well, cool. Is and cool. I mean,
1: not just, not just necessarily in movies. Just women in yeah, in the in general. general
2: workplace. They can do more than one thing at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah,
0: and Palmer. To your point, like I didn't know the story of pro- how they made Promising Young Woman until you know watching the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And a part of me was like, give them all the awards. Yeah, like that's amazing. Like
1: just give Emerald, like give Emerald Fennell acting, directing, choreography. Like bring back a choreography award and give it to her because there was dancing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, resur- <laughs> resurrect,
0: resurrect, by Bob Fossey and make, make him (laughs) give her that award. Yep. Um, anyway, let's, let's do what the Academy didn't do and end with best picture. Uh, and that would be for the father, Judas and the black Messiah, Mank, Minari, nomad land, promising young woman, sound of metal, the trial of Chicago seven. Um, I, this is a, a rare year in which I enjoyed every single one of these movies. And that is, I can't say that every year, but there's a lot of episodes to prove on Academy rewind to prove that is not true. And I do not always like all the movies that have been nominated this year I enjoyed every single one for a variety of reasons I again thought that Minari was going to be the winner I just thought it was just so well crafted and tightly woven and it usually best pictured is the the best of all things right and I just thought that Minari had it and uh it was given to Nomadland which I again understand it is an excellently it is an excellent movie it was very well made I enjoyed it very much wasn't my pick but I prove all the same Lisa uh
2: same. I really like Nomadland a lot. I did not think it would get Best Picture. Um, and yeah, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people say like, oh, the awards so skinny this year, such terrible movies. I'm like, what? Like, I don't agree with that at all. Like, I saw some amazing films this year. I thought they're all worth seeing and they're so different and they don't feel like just movies to throw awards at at all, which some years it does kind of feel like that. To me, it did not seem that way this year. Um, happy with the win, uh, but I probably again I'm going to bring this movie up again I would have gone with Judas and the Black Messiah cuz I thought it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um I just I walked uh, kind of similarly to some of the other films I saw this year I was like, well, get ready for what I'm in for and I mean it is an emotional film it does deal with heavy subject matter but it's just also done so well and it's got some really exciting you know tense parts and the acting is really good and it looks really good and so I would have given it to that however Nomad Land is incredible and we finally have you know two best picture <laughs> like wins ever for women so that's kind it of is cool very cool you know? uh, so
1: Hollywood you have eight months between now and when record the inevitable uh, 2021 wrap up um, it sounds pretty much like Judas and the Black Messiah is Lisa's number one. So to keep the <laughs> yeah, integrity of, the of it being uh, a surprise, you guys need to get on the ball and start releasing more movies.
2: Yes, because uh, it's going to sweep my categories. Yeah,
1: I, will, I will agree with Lisa. Like, I saw some really good movies last year. And some of them were nominated, like Promising Young Woman, Trial of the Chicago 7, I did, yeah. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah. One of those movies was not, was not was not nomadland uh for me nomadland ranks as one of the worst movies nominated for best picture let alone one like this is down there with her like and if anybody remembers my my rant about her uh from that episode like it was it was bad
2: <laughs> i like that movie i too. love
1: her i know palmer palmer <laughs> that hates that good things good. yeah i um. just there was to me that was like and uh, don't get me wrong i'm not taking anything away from chloe Zhao. like in what she did. Oh, no, I don't think You know, so. I like this movie. I just found no point to this movie. And oh, I need it was
0: first This movie. journey hurt like what are you talking about no, no There was there was no point to this movie. Oh, um, that means except there was to no like Guffin and you didn't and you didn't know what to do about that. But he beat I don't mean, have to get like- the box that solves the problem, the magic thing that brings back the parts of the I mean I don't necessarily the like
1: the I hate Ronin because I never found out what was in that damn box. <laughs> um
2: it's just the, it's the journey not the destination, I mean, she uh, finding her inner peace and coming to terms with end of life right. stuff that's heavy like stuff if this was, In a, the title,
1: if this was just no a documentary it would have been written. fine
0: yeah, you know, if this was a documentary, I would, it would have been fine. But uh, that's what's interesting about it. It's it's it. They took a nonfiction story, a true, a nonfiction book, and turned it into and turned it into a fictional story about Fern. But but in in its own way. But it's but it's shot like a documentary, like Cinema Verate, right? Where it's like truth camera, where it's just the camera shows you what is happening. There's no bias. Is, it just which is fine. And if you want to give it,
1: if you want to give truth. it like individual. T- technical awards for that that's fine but it doesn't make it an overall best picture um Sound of Metal you know I texted you when I first started Sound of Metal and I jokingly said like this movie is going on for so long and I had just started it um and after like 10 15 minutes I got into Sound of Metal I thought it was good I don't love it as much as Tim does I think it's a really good movie definitely watch it um but out of all of them again Promising Young Woman I definitely would have given it to after that probably trial the Chicago Sun 7 and then either Minari or Judas the father I'm glad that it's nominated I don't know if it's best picture uh because again like it's it's just Anthony Hopkins Anthony Hopkins is the reason to see that movie
0: hmm. okay that's at least is okay and I completely disagree with everything you say but it's your show <laughs> so I'm not gonna say
2: anything <laughs> well you know I yeah I th- that was an interesting take on Nomadland uh but you know different themes connect to different people mm-hmm. in different that ways correct I think maybe this whole, like, I don't know, maybe just, like, as I approach 40, the whole, like, <laughs> aging thing is just something I gravitate towards. I and don't I'm know, not, but, yeah. you know. And I'm not
1: saying that if you like the movie, you are wrong and you feel, you should feel bad, except for Tim. Oh, Like, I, Tim, should definitely too. feel bad yeah. and you're wrong. Lisa, no, I, that's I fine. Know. It's fine to Wear like makeup. different
2: things. If you like Nomad movie, you're wrong. Right.
0: Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, but I think, to, to Palmer's point, I think he speaks more for... Other the general audience than than, than i Lisa agree and i do where i don't want to say film snobs but you know like but we're definitely like it like we're definitely not um palmer's looking for something that nomadland is not offering and you can't you can't yeah. story I mean, it, it a is, purpose like, it has <laughs> those <an> characters
2: <laughs> you know it's like when it's like when i you know i'm like roma oh my god it won it's so incredible and people are like god that movie's so boring you I know like, like I, I get it i i like movies that are general audiences think are boring. So, like, I, I do think there's, like, a segment out there of the population that sees these award shows and they're like, this is just a snooze fest and everyone patting each other on the back and these movies aren't good. And I, like, genuinely think these are really good. I mean, <laughs> Tim yeah. thought I was going to hate are. Minari. I, I did. I
0: thought Minari was really good. You know why? I, I actually said that you were going to hate it so you would lower your expectations completely and walk away going. You know, going. I, uh, well, I didn't even... I don't, uh, psychology I, don't typ- I don't typically do that
1: with movies, but I will say the only thing I disliked in Minari was the ending. Uh, I would kind of agree with you. Um, I think that they... Just because it kind of ends. Like, just when you think they're getting to, like, the crux of a problem, it ends. And I'm like, That feels
2: very Oscar, though. It does.
1: (laughs)
0: Um, You wanted the next part too bad, credits. Yeah, Yeah. which is
1: fine. But like I said, like, (laughs) Minari is really good. Most of these movies I did enjoy in some extent. So definitely check out most of these movies. And if you want to skip Nomadland, absolutely. That being said, I know, like, the big joke going into this was... Like this year's How Oscars. Say that being said, no, it's not. <laughs> the 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 Oscars best picture this year is like the lowest grossing total for the category in the history of the Oscars, and they're like, well, it's because of the pandemic, and in some instances, I'll give it, but I'm I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Nomadland would have pulled in
0: a, a lot yeah, more money. Yeah, I don't think
2: people would rush out to see no, that. No, I no mean, but I
0: mean, truthfully, a, a lot of these were streaming first, like Mank, Sound of Silence. You know, like some of them were in, you know, they have to be in a theater well, in kind a of small but, way. But, but like, how many, like Mank, in theory, really Nomadland was on Hulu. In
2: theaters
1: So, but the question is like how many of these would have just went to the theaters first before streaming? Mank wouldn't have because it was Netflix. Right. But like Nomadland, um, Sound of Silence, because Amazon does put out mm-hmm. their stuff in the theater.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like simultaneously. Yeah, right? So,
1: like, I think mm-hmm. Sound of Silence probably would have been well-received in theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. Promising Young Woman, absolutely. Although I think that would have taken, like, word of mouth and it would have gotten...
2: I think so. Mm-hmm. That trailer was so misleading. And... Well, I
1: uh, yes. You're definitely right on that. But I think it was just one of those, like people I think would have been put off of it because of what they thought they thought they were going to get preached at the entire yeah. time mm-hmm. which is what I thought but I was going into the movie hoping for that and I still got like it was still subverted for me and I still loved it um, so I think yeah, that's one of those like when it gets re-released at a, at awards time like you would see the bump.
0: Yeah and I also didn't yeah. see the trailer so I like I went totally blind and I was happy that I did that.
2: How did? You... It's good that you didn't because a lot of people are like well I didn't get the slasher film you know I was promised and you're like, what? Cause I mean, that like doesn't happen in the movie, but the trailer does make it seem like kind of, a yeah. sexy nurse lady is going to murder men, which um, again, I would have been fine
1: for, but it wasn't,
2: I wouldn't have. So I probably would have skipped it had it really been that, but I kept reading about it and seeing it wasn't going to be that. So I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I think that it has come time for, to say where everybody can find, uh, where can find us. So then we can move on to the rewindies before we wrap up the show. Um, Okay. Um, and so uh, if you're interested in following more of Academy Rewind, you uh, can follow us at AcademyRewind.com or ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. And of course you can follow Palmer at Academy Rewind on Twitter and myself at PG13 on Twitter. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us all other places podcasts can be found, especially at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. And of course you can go to our Patreon slash Audio to support all Audio shows, especially when it comes to renting $20 movies, just so we can talk about them on this podcast for your pleasure. <laughs> um, and uh, Lisa, where can the people- people find you
2: um you can find me on twitter at iltm podcast i'm also on instagram i love that movie podcast and you can pretty much listen to my podcast anywhere you listen to movies or to podcasts uh just search i love that movie perfect
0: all right time for the 2021 oscar rewindies if you're new to the show um we are only allowed we do all the major categories except for directing for no apparent reason whatsoever um and then we um uh we are only allowed to choose movies from the best picture noms and so that's sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promised Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of Chicago 7, and Nomadland. Um, and so we'll see where everything lands. And so um, I will go first, then Lisa, then Palmer. You don't have to explain your choice if you don't want to. We're just going to move through these pretty pretty rapid fire. Um, supporting Actor, I give to Daniel Kluwer for Judas and the Black Messiah. Lisa.
2: Keith, St- uh, Stanfield.
0: Uh, Palmer. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Supporting Actress, I give to Yoon Hoon Young for a Minari. Uh, Lisa.
2: I said Maria Bacalova, um, but that's mostly because I didn't see some of the other films. Um, but she did do a really good job in that movie. Surprisingly, she was really, really good. Um, so, yeah.
0: Minari. Okay. Uh, production design, I give to Promising Young Woman. Lisa. Mank. Mank. All right. Costume design, I give to Mank. Lisa. Emma. Nope. Can't Mank. do that. It's got, got Best Picture nom only.
2: Oh. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say. Uh, Sound of
0: Metal. Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Father, Judas the Black Messiah, Tribe of Chicago 7, and Nomad Ladies. Uh
2: I'll say Mank. Okay, too. Mank.
0: Palmer. Mank, hair and makeup. I am also going to give to Mank, Lisa.
2: Me too, me too.
0: Palmer. Yeah, Mank. Um, promising Young Woman. Okay.
2: Mm,
0: yep. I see that. Uh, music, I'm going to give to Mank, Lisa
2: uh i will give it to mank as well (laughs) what was the
0: category music music uh minari minari great score almost chose that one myself visual effects i'm going to give to judas and the black messiah because it's like the only one that really had any kind of visual effect thingy going for it so lisa same judas and the black messiah Cool. cinematography i'm going to give to mank lisa
2: i'm going to give to judas and the black messiah
0: mank uh editing i'm going to give to the father lisa
2: uh, Promising Young Woman.
0: Promising Young Woman. Okay. Sound. I'm going to give the sound of, I wrote Sound of Silence in my <laughs> notes. <laughs> sound of Metal.
2: Sound of Silence, yeah. Ha stop
0: stealing my jokes, Tim.
2: i'm gonna say sound of metal too even though i haven't even seen it i just you just know yeah i just know
0: sound of metal sound of metal um best actor uh i'm gonna give to um uh anthony hopkins for the father
2: chadwick boseman
0: anthony hopkins anthony hopkins and a chadwick boseman uh i'm writing them to anthony hopkins i just wrote another 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 hopkins another (laughs)
2: hopkins (laughs) another hopkins can't wait for that movie uh uh
0: best actress i'm gonna a gift to Carrie Mulgan for Promising Young Woman.
2: Viola Davis? You can't do that
0: because Ma Rainey's was Oh, not, wait. Yeah. she didn't.
2: Oh, dang it. See, this is why you're here. Yeah, you have, have to keep yes, me that's in right. line because I have that's no right. idea. Otherwise, this is a sacred right. institution. Uh, we yeah, can't you, bend the wall. We can <laughs> only
0: pick with it, it. It helps us on you know, the regular I, episodes because otherwise you'd be like, well, <laughs> this movie came out this year and I choose this person randomly, so...
2: Uh, yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Um, no, but uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say Carrie Mulligan as well. Then what are you picking,
1: Elizabeth Moss for? Ah, Invisible,
0: Invisible Man. Man. That's a good idea. Invisible
2: Man. She was right. She was. She, was she, she, was,
0: was, she should so have been good. nominated. Uh promising young. But
2: Tony Collette should have been nominated mm-hmm. last year. So. Amen. Yeah. Anyway, go
0: ahead. What did we say, Palmer? We were talking. Promising about young it. woman. Promising Sorry. young woman for Carrie Mulligan. Oh, yeah. Best writing. Um, they don't do this like ever. Like, but there is Oscar precedent for ties, and so I'm going complete tie for the father and oh. promising young woman because i just couldn't decide
2: i would say judas and the black messiah i'm gonna stick to my guns
0: promising young woman all right and best picture i'm giving a minari because i thought it was the best sum of all of its parts out of all of these films and it was great and i loved it judas again promising young woman well we none of us agree but i love it anyway i mean we all
1: (laughs) at least we all decided on three good movies yeah. I'm happy.
2: I feel like I did better with my homework this year, even though I kept saying the wrong thing a couple times towards the end here. For the most part, I did my you homework. You did your homework. That's right.
0: That <laughs> doesn't matter. Well,
2: I get a C plus. <laughs>
0: B minus. Round up. Let's Thank round you. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right beyond on the curve, It was a 79.8. Let's round that up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah thank you yeah,
0: um, so Lisa thank you so much for coming on and joining us um, so you lessen Palmer's furious hatred towards films and it's always appreciated uh, <laughs> so um, thank you for you're welcome back anytime uh, as always uh, Palmer I guess you're here as well it's been a pleasure Yep. Yeah. We're- um,
2: thank y'all again for having me these are so fun I look forward to them like you have no idea it's so we, fun Thank we you. we need to start
0: having like
1: a summer special for something
2: a summer special I barely get <laughs> through the regular
0: out, season. Oh, they barely get through a regular we've
1: season. We've had, we've had requests for like a Razzie episode. Oh.
2: Oh, I'm anti-Razzie though. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Which is why like I tend to not be as <laughs> as negative when Lisa's on the show because I, like her entire
0: stick is like loving movies.
2: I'm like the good angel on your yeah. shoulder. You right. Know?
0: Come back every episode. And then Palmer's <laughs> like
2: the bad angel. Yeah.
0: And I'm just like, yeah. can't we just enjoy movies? And you're like, no. You're neutral. Get out of here, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, at we actually do now. have to get out of here because I'm like, last night, they're playing us off. So. <laughs> okay. So, no, I
2: have so I see that coming. All right. <laughs> well, too bad. Bye. Bye. Bye.